back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, we are back. It is kickoff with Boomer and Valenti, and uh, this is my favorite part. When we get all the ratty games out of the way and we get to the pure, the pure fun of it, the best of the best, let's hit it. This week's best of the best of the best of the this best, week's of, best, best, best of, of the best. Chiefs playing two and a half at San Francisco. I can't wait for it. This. this is exactly my kind of game right here. It is my time of my type of game as well, and it's a rematch of the Super Bowl. And they've been asking Kyle Shanahan all about that, and you know he's watched the Super Bowl tape. He wants to see what Andy Reid does, and uh, you know the Chiefs are coming off of a very very heated game against the Bills. The 49ers are coming off of a drubbing at the hands of the Atlanta Falcons, and I think they're getting healthier. And I'm expecting that we're going to see Christian McCaffrey in uniform this week. So, with saying all of that, and if Nick Bosa is healthy. I'm going with the 49ers. I'm going to stay with this defensive team. I still think that they are one of the top teams in the league. They're going through an injury bump here. Um, And you know what we saw last week from the Chiefs is what I've been saying all year. They're going to miss miss Tyree Kill in games when they're playing top-end defenses and they're playing an offense that can score, you know, with them. Now, I'm not saying that the San Francisco offense is all that great, but I do think it's good enough to be able to stay in a game like this. And I think the defense, assuming it's getting healthier now, is going to hold down Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think it's a great game, but I'm going to take the 49ers. Yeah, I'm with you here. Possibility, obviously. Bosa, Trent Williams, Jimmy Ward, run CMC. And really, you know, it's it's funny, Boomer. You know what Garoppolo means in Italian? Covers. Jimmy, 16-4 and four against the number as an underdog. Let's go. I'm taking the Niners, taking the two and a half, and I absolutely made up the first part. All right, let's get to your what are you thinking game because I'm excited to get into this. I'm going to give you the team. You're going to tell me what they should be thinking this week. Are you prepared? I am ready to roll, baby. Giants. All right, so I'm the Giants. Three weeks ago, I was considering trading Saquon Barkley. If we can win this game down in Jacksonville, come back 6-1, and one, there's no way that I'm trading him. And I'm all in trying to make a trade to improve my team so I can make this run to the playoffs. This is a, about as surprising a team as there is in the NFL. And uh, I got to believe that Brian Dable is impressing upon his team, guys. Let's not take the Jags for granted. Let's go down there. Let's go win this game and come back home 6-1. and one. What would it take to get DJ Moore from the Panthers in your mind? Yeah, I don't think they're going to want to trade DJ Moore, but um, you know, I, I'm thinking that it would probably take a, at least a couple of draft, at least a couple of draft picks, because I think his contract is such that if you're trading for him, you're going to be able to keep him for a few more years. All right, let's go to the Jets. My thought about the Jets is I got to figure out what the hell I have at quarterback. I got to see whether or not my quarterback can make plays against a tough defense. And they're going to find out pretty quickly this weekend just how good this Denver defense is. So I want to see Zach Wilson go out there, attempt about 35 passes. I want to get everybody involved. And don't be surprised if you see Elijah Moore deactivated for this game and Denzel Mims activated for the Denver Bronco game. So to me, it's still about the quarterback for the New York Jets. Let's go Raiders. Panic is set in. I mean, this is a game that they have to win this week against the Houston Texans. They're coming off of their bye, and 
I'm sure that, uh, as I said earlier, that Josh McDaniels has self-scouted and tried to figure out ways that he can get this team back in the winning column and do it consistently. This is a huge pressure point in the NFL this weekend. They're playing the Texans. They cannot lose to them at home. Yeah, I'll tell you, too, their defense has been as disappointing as any. They've got more talent on that side of the ball than they've shown. It's just, it's McDaniels. I, I don't, I, like, we're expecting a different story. I just don't buy him. Packers. I'd be worried if I were the Packers. I'm not crazy about how my defense is playing. My offensive line got beat up last week by the defensive line of the Jets. We're not getting much production out of our wide receiver position. And most importantly, our quarterback is openly talking about, you know, all these little different things that are putting a lot of pressure on the coaching staff, on the front office. He's basically saying that Brian, the GM, Gutenkust, is going to be involved in trade talks for a wide receiver. And, you know, it just creates a lot of lot of hesitation and second-guessing. And he, in my estimation, I think he's trying to be like a leader, but I don't think he's the leader that the Packers really want to be acting this way. So I would be worried about my uh, short-term future here if I were the Packers. Yeah, I'm in a complete agreement. And but I don't think they're winning the North either. So, hey, it'll give Aaron a chance to lose a road playoff game instead of a home one. Uh, Broncos. Double buyer's remorse right now. Uh, I'm wondering whether or not, as if I bought the team, did I get the right quarterback and coach combination? Because it certainly doesn't look that way. And I don't know if there's a cheesier player, personality-wise, than Russell Wilson in the NFL. And I don't know if he's going to play this week. But if they lose to the Jets with the Jets' offense, the way the Jets' offense is, especially their passing offense, and they lose in front of their home fans – you know, you talk about pressure in the NFL. That Bronco oh. fan base is about, uh, I'm telling you, a millimeter away from turning on that entire team. It's funny you say because I think thinking you got Aaron Rodgers guru in Nate Hackett and you got what used to be Russell Wilson. You're right. It's like ordering a loaf of bread and they, they, they give you a brick. Uh, Patriots. My feeling about the Patriots is that things are good, man. You know, they, they've back-to-back huge wins. They should get a win on Monday night. Uh, is there a budding quarterback controversy there? Is that a bad thing? I don't think it's a bad thing for Coach Belichick because I think he's going to want to really motivate Mac Jones. And he knows he has in his back pocket a kid that sh- certainly has shown that he can play. You know, everybody makes a big deal out of the quarterback position, and rightfully so. It's the most important position in all of sports. But when you have something that the Patriots have right now and you can get even more out of your young quarterback, Mac Jones, by using – uh, the success of his you know, rookie backup quarterback from Western Kentucky, it's a thing of beauty, especially while your team is continuing to win. They have a really good defense. They're going to be in every game, and it's a match made in heaven. This particular situation for this particular coach this season. What, what do you think their upside is, though? Do you think it's the same as last year, that if they got in, they're just – fodder for whoever they play in the playoffs? I, I think they would have trouble against Kansas City and Buffalo, everybody else they can beat. Real? Oh, my. I, I, think, right. I think that their defense could be trouble for the Bengal offense because that would be the other team that I think that will be you know toe-to-toe, and if the Bengals stay healthy and they come through the season like they did last year, then, then all of a sudden now it's a little bit different. I think they're a one-and-done problem, most likely a one-and-done yeah. team in the playoffs. Vikings. Man, we're five and one. Does anybody know that? Does anybody even care that we're five and one? And the only team that we lost to is the Philadelphia Eagles, and they are the best team, obviously, in the NFC. Uh, This is the quietest five and one team because everybody's talking about the Giants and what a surprise that is. But does anybody even know that Kevin O'Connell is their coach? And, you know, do they know that Kevin O'Connell 
uh, and and Kirk Cousins actually seem to be on the same page offensively. So uh, I think enjoy the ride, man. And you know this week they have a, a bye week. Bye week at five and one. It doesn't get much better than that in the NFL. No, and that's uh, to me that's your NFC North champion. I I just and look I don't like Cousins, but they're winning games, man. And 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 they're they you know what it is they needed the, the it's like a blood transfusion. They had to get Zimmer out of there with some of the old dinosaur archaic ideas. O'Connell's injected some life into that offense and, and a different mindset and a different way of doing things, and it it's working. So I don't have to love Cousins. They're still <laughs> going to win 10, 11 games. Uh, the Niners. The Niners, for me, are all about getting healthy. You know, this is still a Super Bowl team, and by this trade with Christian McCaffrey, they're telling their fan base uh, they're raising the stakes out there in the NFC West. And they're basically putting the pressure right now to get back to the Super Bowl because you don't give away four draft picks for a running back who will be more than that in Kyle Shanahan's offense. We all know that uh, unless you think you have a Super Bowl caliber team. So they are all in. They've just bought all in. They've raised the stakes out there in the NFC West. And if they get healthy, I'm telling you, you watch. This team is going to be an absolute beast come the end of the season. They're my Super Bowl pick. Uh, it might be a kiss of death, but Boomer, I'm with you. And look, I think adding adding McCaffrey and you put that that that's like a, a warhead for Shanahan. I mean, he can just he's going to scheme it up, and you've got Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and him, and you're just going, who's the weak link? How are we going to make this guy's life miserable? And they're going to do it again and again and again and again. And it's just look, look, D'Amico Ryan's defense, they win. Because they get pressure with four or fewer rushers on almost half of the snaps. That is good luck if you're going to run up against it and you can't block it. Uh, you're going to be in some big trouble. I I love them. That's probably a kiss of death. But I, I, I love the Niners. I, that's my Super Bowl team out of the NFC. Uh, the Colts. Well, the Colts, you know, they're playing for their season now. You know, they're 3-2-1. and one. Uh, They went through a lot of headache and heartache early on. Everybody's wondering whether or not uh, the coach was going to be fired, what's going on with the owner calling out Robert Kraft. I mean, not, not Robert Kraft, but Dan Snyder. You know, what what is happening with this team? And all of a sudden, this team now finds itself uh, basically half a game out of first place right behind the Titans. They have to win this game. If they win this game, their season will be officially turned around and they will be one of those teams that, you know, as the season goes on, is going to continue to get better, assuming that they get Jonathan Taylor and Shaquille Leonard back. Are you as surprised as I am they're having this much trouble running the ball? Not not just because Ryan threw it 50 times last week. I'm saying all year long it just hasn't looked like the Colts. Well, it's not you know, Jonathan Taylor's been hurt. It just goes to show you warning when you have a great running back that seems to be the center of your offense, there's going to be a very good chance that there's going to be three or four weeks during the season he's not going to be available. And I think that's probably one of the big reasons why the Colts have not won as many games as I thought they would win up to this point. But if Matt Ryan stops turning the ball over, you could see what he can still do. And I think that he's still a very serviceable quarterback. And if they get Jonathan uh, Taylor back, then they're going to be very difficult to beat, uh, especially offensively. Uh, let's go Eagles. Hey, man, you are riding high. You, too, are on a bye this week. This is a great opportunity to rest, relax, watch some football over the weekend, chill with your family, your girlfriend. You, you know, Go away, get out of the Philadelphia area for a while. You can watch some Philly baseball as they're in the NLCS. Hey, at the end of the day, 
man, we're riding this thing all the way to the NFC Championship game. And they got, really, truly, a great coach who's got a great relationship with his quarterback. And, man, things couldn't be much better for Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, the one Boomer, the one thing I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see is does their defense up front, they were starting to get moved around by the cow. I was shocked. And, and again, whether it was Fletcher Cox, whether they put the kid in there, Jordan Davis, I want to see Philly's front get a little more dominant, get a little more chaos-driven. I, I, I feel like they've, I don't want to say underachieved, but there's another gear for the big boys up front. There is. I want to see more of that. And better second halves, please God. Mm. I, I listen, that's all I, I can ask for. It doesn't mean I'm going to get it. All right, you ready to get to the final word? I am ready to get to the final word. Let's do what it. What you say after this don't, don't matter. This is the final word. All righty, for me, Mike, the final word is, you know, you take a look at the teams that are on the bye this week. That's Buffalo, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Four great teams, meaning that, you know, we're missing two games. And I hate missing football games. But I do expect that there will be surprises this week, as there are every single week. The question is, which one of these teams, the Giants, the Jets, the Bengals, the Colts, you know, what about the what about the Chiefs at the 49ers are going to come away with a victory that is going to basically give them the confidence and propel them forward into the, you know, the, the final two-thirds of the season. So I think some teams have righted the ship. I think some teams have figured it out. But I also think there are teams that are teetering right now on disaster and one of those teams of course is the Raiders so keep your eye out for what happens this weekend who wins surprisingly and uh, who ends up keeping their season on an uptick as opposed to those teams kind of falling off the cliff yeah and I'll tell you what maybe maybe I'm buying too much into it I think if there's a surprise if there's a team teetering that could get pushed over the edge this week it's Green Bay I'd look out for that commander's game I, I like Heineke I think he's a spark I think Green Bay is all kinds of messed up. So, Commanders, man, look out. <laughs> Franchise is a mess, but at least for this weekend. All right, we'll get you next week. That is kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. Everybody enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. It's kickoff, it's kickoff. With, with Boomer and Valenti.